my great aunt grew up next to us. She taught us how to shoot guns. Uh, she would give us, she was super old school. She would give us like little sips of whiskey to go to sleep, you know, that's like how it all like, started huh? years old and she's giving us like a little bit, like, you know, I think that's, I blame my alcoholism on that. <laughs> how old um, were you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it yeah. started, bro. Here you go, Ricky. Just a little bit of whiskey. Just woke up, Tia. Why are you giving me? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want you talking. Eh? It's 3 p.m., Tia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about. In order to broaden perspectives, today's guest we have Ricky Razo. Ricky, 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 Ricky Razo. Razo. Hey, do you prefer Ricardo or Ricky? Ah, uh, just call me Ricky. That's fine. Ah, uh, well, nah. <laughs> he's talking. He wants you to be all Mexican. Yeah, you're betraying the raza, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not raza. You're Razo. Nah. <laughs> right, go on, uh, Ricky is a brewmaster, and if you. I think you can tell that from his beard. I think every, I think it's a <laughs> it's a prerequisite if you're going to be a, trait, a brewmaster, right? Um, <laughs> we're going to learn about what he's brewing. Yeah. If you can smell what Ricky is brewing, I hope it's coffee. I can smell what Worm's brewing oh, in here. Right um, here baby. Huh? <laughs> with that said, <laughs> let's step back, buckle up, and let's go. Too hard, too fast. Boom. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Hey, welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast, where I'm here with Ramon, my cousin, and George, and we're drinking beer, and I love beer. <laughs> I know, that was fucking terrible. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Dude, I, I'm like, the podcast of the century. It's the local. Hey, thanks for being on, Ricky. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> we have one question we ask everybody, but before that, you know, here in Too Hard Too Fast, we like to ask the hard-hitting questions. And so what I want to know, what do you do first when you're going to take a shower? Do you turn on the water or do you get undressed? <laughs> oh, shit. I never even thought about that. Um, <laughs> I, I turn on the water first. Yeah, I turn on the water first, and then I get undressed. Fair enough. So 73% out of our Instagram followers will agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) I like these stats. (laughs) I know, right? It's on the – I got it on the – if you follow us on the Instagrams, you can get part of – you can be part of these polls. I was really surprised about how many people said they get undressed first. So they're just sitting there, standing there naked – Waiting for the water to get warmed up or whatever. That's like, what I do. I get naked yeah. first. Well, because we yeah, all know what to do. Because I try not to waste water. You guys are not, uh, you guys uh, don't conserve water. <laughs> it's it's got to heat up anyways first. Yeah. I, I, I stick my feet in. So it's cleaning my feet and I hack the coal, dude. I'm just. <laughs> you know what? You know what I like to do in the shower? Let me tell you, I like to drink a beer in the sh- uh, while in the shower. What do you have in there? Let me. Oh, yeah. Anyways, go on, George. We're getting into it. Do do we want Ricky to tell us first what he's drinking? Yeah, yeah, Ricky. Well, yeah, uh, that's my important question. What are you drinking? 
So right now I'm drinking a Santa Fe 7K IPA. Um, very good beer. Uh, cranks in at 7%. I think it's made with El Dorado and Citra hops from tasting it. I'm not sure, but it's super tropical and fruity. Pretty good stuff. Nice and hoppy. So you're not getting high on your own supply? No, no, I'm not. No, and I got limited supply right now, so uh, I, I buy my own beer. I always wonder, like, how many brewmasters, like, do not drink their own stuff and and drink other people's stuff. I've always wondered that. Because I think, for me, if I was a brewmaster, I would just drink my own stuff, right? Yeah. That's the right <laughs> That's way a- to go or not. Yeah, no, I, I will drink my own stuff too, um, but it's just like we're so close to opening. I need to stock up on a lot of liquid because I only have I have a small system. So probably if I had a bigger system, you know what, I'll, I'll get a couple of pints. <laughs> nice. It's exactly what Worm says on Saturday nights. Hell yeah. Small systems, if I had a bigger system. Uh... <laughs> hey, you know you're, your brewery, you're at your brewery right now, right? Yes, I'm here right now. Yeah, nice, bro. You don't even have a you don't have a pint with you. Yeah, I do right here. Oh, damn, that looks good, dude. I'm nice. telling you, it's at seven K, man. It's beautiful. It's What's look- alcohol yeah. content? Seven percent. Seven percent. Cranks at seven. Yeah, too fast beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but let's take it back to that Santa Fe. What would you rate it? I would probably do a 1.6 or 1.6.5. Is that good? Oh, 1.6.5. 1.6.5. No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. I know I you want 7% real. dust oh, you? 1.65. 1.65. Right, right. Yeah, 1.65. It's a pretty good beer. I mean, and it's uh, it's not available just anywhere. Um You'll find it in a couple of corner stores, but it, it's pretty good. And then the fact that it's 7%, it's so easy drinking. Like, you already saw me. I'm kind of uh, – I just said 1.7.5 or whatever I said. Yeah. <laughs> and it will it'll get you there. You know, you drink a six-pack, you, you got to get a ride home for sure. <laughs> All right, Warren, what are you drinking? All right. Well, first, hey, hey Ricky, I want to take off my mask, bro, but you know how – how COVID is, bro. There's a digital COVID now. Some crap like that, bro. <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're healthy, right? You're not sick? I wanna... No, I'm not sick. All right, I'm going to take off my mask then, okay? All right. All right. <coughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> this COVID can transmit anywhere, bro. All right. So this, I got this beer, bro, because it reminded me of you, bro. It's weed. Nah, just... Oh, my God. <laughs> It's a Duches, right? It's made out of it's huh? Deschutes. Don't correct me. <laughs> Deschutes, all right? <laughs> uh, it's brewed in Oregon, right? So nice. Uh, 6.5 alcohol content. I really like the design. It's nice. Uh, let me see. I don't think I've ever had it before. So let me. Mm. It's very hoppy. I like you know how I like hoppy beers, bro. That's yeah, real good. Ah, oh, shoot. I think I give it. Uh, I like the design. It's uh, it was one white one ninety nine for one can, bro. Because <laughs> I haven't tried it before, so I'll just buy the individual one. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I think I give it a one point. Ah, shoot. One point six nine. Ooh, that's pretty. Six good. nine reminds me of Ricky, so. 
What was the alcohol content? <laughs> a 6.5. 6.5. What's the name of the actual beer? Because Deschutes the brewing company. Oh, okay. It's Fresh Haze IPA. Fresh Haze. Ooh. Fresh Haze. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've had that one. Mm. I've never had it. It's good. I love Deschutes. Hey, so so let me... uh uh. Hey Ricky, I can I can mention Blazing Tree, right? Yeah, of course. Cool. Boom, bro. All right, Blazing Tree. So I, I, we still, um, oh, for people out there who don't know, Ricky's my uh, pinchy primo. Thanks for coming <laughs> on, dude. Uh, I've been, uh, I, I've been, primo. I've been, huh? Pinche primo, other pinche primo. aka el pipi. El pipi. Porque tengo una. Touching I know you're gonna have to cut it out. Huh? Now you so. want something to cut out? Let me show you something. <laughs> playing, it's already cut. <clears throat> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> it says in the Bible, all right? Moses did it. So. It's all good. Anyways, boom, blazing tree, dude. I've been uh, I've been meaning to reach out to our Theo. Um, cause he's, uh, one of the owners, dude. And, uh, I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to do it. <laughs> I would have thought I would have interviewed him way before you. And now here we are. Oh man. I think he would be so down. Yeah. My, I think uh, whole, so I, I did a whole review on, on, uh, the peanut butter beer, dude. And, and George, he looked at, uh, cause you know how it has like, uh, it looks, I mean, it looks real good, man. And, um, and George wants to try it. So I need to take him some. Yeah, yeah you need to try it, man. I keep, I keep forgetting to reach out to our Theo. So, but now that you're on, I feel like now, uh, uh, I think he'll he'll be even more open to do it. So, yeah, <laughs> so it's all good. I think you're gonna wrap it tight and just send me a whole growler, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? <laughs> hey, but very quick. So Ricky used to uh, be a bartender there, right? I just he would always give tours, dude. I loved Ricky's tours around the brewery, and uh, I guess this reminded because he would even show people what they brew with and everything, and. He would even uh, pass around the seeds or whatever, and it's like, I smell it, smell it, and and he'd be, yeah, um, he's like, it's the cousin of weed. Pre-COVID, by the way, pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yeah, pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Because then they'd be like, I don't want to go to this brewery. <laughs> no, uh, but I would just love that he would tell people this is the cousin of weed, so it could kind of get you high. Or I don't, I don't know. Well, do you remember what you said? I remember during your tours, but badass tours. Yeah, they were pretty cool. That was there at Blazing Tree. So I managed that place for three years, for three years. And you helped, uh, you helped start, I, that, start that up, right? No, 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 no. They, it, they had already started, but I was their opening day. Mm. So like uh, my my uncle, um, he asked me, hey, you have some bartending experience. I was like, yeah, he's all, I'm starting a brewery. Can you help us bartend? I said, yeah. So I went and um, I started bartending and everything and, and – uh, yeah, at the end, I moved up the ranks there. So it was, it was pretty cool, man. And breweries are very different than bars, right? Like, I think they, they, it creates a – it's a different environment. It's uh, – you attract a different crowd, for sure, for sure. So, like, people are interested in that, right? Because a lot of people are like, I don't care what's in it. Uh, I just want to get drunk. <laughs> but, like, in breweries, like, you give them a tour and you tell them, look, we make this. And you get the hipsters. Yeah, all the hipsters and stuff, right? Like yourself, you're pretty hipster. Am I? Nah, I'm just kidding. Oh no, thank you. I mean, I, I wish. It's a... well, to me, that's a compliment, but I, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think I'm that hipsterish. No, I mean, if you think I so, think then why, I think that's why he said he was just kidding. 
because you're not that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because we have some cousins that are super hipster. Right, we have some cousins that are super. Let me show you one of them right here. Boom. Yeah, like Diego. Diego's one of them. So Diego, that shirt bro, he's wearing. Um, you think oh, you go for it. Go for you think you think you could get him on here or what? Yeah, he would probably do it. He's down. Yeah, he's super down. Yeah, and especially you're the cousin that would always wrestle with him. You guys grew up pretty <laughs> naked. I don't come from that family. That's from other some <laughs> other family. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, I, I used to wrestle with Ricky, but Ricky, before we get into that, though, uh, poor George hasn't said his stupid beer review. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Poor Ricky. Uh, he's, but always, you know what? he's always been a culo since a kid, George. Don't take offense. <laughs> yeah. It's because he's that, as, as Victor Reno said, he's that cool. I'm going to call you cool. Cool. <laughs> hey, is that cool, Ricky? Uh, okay, so Worm told me not to bring a beer on the podcast. Because we're we're talking about your beer and your brewery. He's like, so we shouldn't bring the competition. So he said, don't bring any. So I didn't bring any beer. <laughs> he brought one. I brought, like, somebody else's beer. What the? Exactly. <laughs> you have any in your fridge? Go get some. I, right forgot, uh... I, I just started a diet, so I'm trying not to have any, like, alcohol in the house other than the days we, we record. But... I didn't bring any beer. I did bring the devil with me. Ah, and she, oh, ah. my God. Ricky, dude, dude. Is that a whiskey or what is it? Not that, bro. It's a whiskey. <laughs> uh, it's a bourbon it whiskey. It has 6.66% uh, alcohol, bro. Um, right. No. It's 40% alcohol. It's a regular. But uh, it's it's a coffee uh, bourbon. And a couple of episodes ago, I had their bourbon whiskey, like the regular one. And I really liked it. I don't like that they didn't like like my picture on Instagram or reach back out to me because I gave them a good review. But <laughs> I wanted to try this coffee one, but I didn't want to buy the whole bottle, so I just bought a bunch of little ones. <laughs> tie in, tie in. I don't like the devil, bro. So, oh, <laughs> uh, bro, you know which beers I drink? Cause just because they have saying like Saint Arnold's and all those, bro. St. Arnold and all those. <laughs> all those saints, bro. There's a monk one. I forgot what it's called. Bronson Skyner. There we go. Damn, dude. See, Ricky knows his shit, dude. So I love Ricky. You're my, he's my favorite cousin for people out there. <laughs> Until Diego comes on, then he's my favorite cousin. Ah, yeah, I know. It's good. So another one, then he's my favorite cousin. Whoever's on my favorite cousin. It's whoever's giving them the free stuff, so you give them free beer. <laughs> oh, you're my favorite. He gives. Them I free know, right? Oh, hey, hey, actually, you know what? Thanks for bringing that up, George. You know what? Ricky is my favorite because he hooked me up with so much free beer, bro. I appreciate it, Ricky. What the heck? I have. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, I don't remember. I thought I charged good. you. I was probably getting drunk with you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's like... What do you think, George? How's the devil taste, dude? I gave the regular bourbon whiskey a 1.72. Yeah. This smells like coffee, tastes like coffee. I can drink this for the morning, dude, and think like I'm drinking coffee. That's dangerous. That's dangerous if you're drinking whiskey in the morning. Kahlua. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. 1.88. That's the devil's influence in you, bro. 1.88. 1.88. That is the highest I think I've ever given anything. Wow. And I, this yeah. is it's 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 good. 
Wow, he doesn't. He usually never cusses. I know he was telling you, don't cuss. It's gonna get yeah, bleeped out. Great, here he goes. <laughs> hey, Ricky, this is the reason why. This is the reason why. Hey, George, don't bring beer because competition. And then I bring a beer, huh? <laughs> but you know what? It's the, it's the devil. He's talking through me. I know, bro. <laughs> He's possessed now from that whiskey. Possessed. Oh, I mean, end of the world is near, bro. There's gonna be a global global economy the global currency is going to be bitcoin that's why go invest now no it's all dodgecoin dodgecoin Dodge that's going to be the goal disclaimer we're not financial advisors and so not listen to our yes i agree we're just we're just alcoholics <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh all right george that's good. 1. 1. 8, dude. I'm, I'm surprised. It's crazy. It's really good, dude. Really good. I should have bought the whole big bottle. I should have bought the big bottle. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Now, now you we know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> you don't know. Now you know. I was quoting a senator there. <laughs> that, 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 they did say that in Congress. Uh, yeah. Or the Senate House. I don't know. I don't know. That sounded like a restaurant. Did I mention I'm an alcoholic? All right. All right. Ricky, I want to let's get into your life, bro. So uh, tell us about yourself, bro. Where were you born? Where were you raised? I tried looking you up on Wikipedia, dude. There's nothing on you, bro. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you don't exist. <laughs> but hey, we're, we're making you, you exist. You don't exist now. on the internet. You don't exist, right? <laughs> you don't exist. Uh, but now that you're going to be on YouTube with us, bro, you. You all of a sudden exist, bro. So there you go. Yeah, right now this is this is where I make my my scene, right? Yeah, um, yeah, this is where too hard to fast gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was born in El Paso, El Paso, in Paso Texas. What a lip, right? Uh, Roman's my cousin, like you mentioned. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm the oldest of seven. I have one Woo. sister. Uh, I grew up in my grandfather's house, our grandfather's house. Yeah, yeah. Our grandfather left it to to my mother. Yeah, and, I'm uh, glad I'm still in the family, man. Because it's cool. yeah, yeah, dude. I wish that truck that your dad had. I know, one. dude. I'm so mad. I, I even told my dad, "Why didn't you leave it for me?" I eventually I learned how to drive standard. I don't. <laughs> it's like I kept my. So I have my grandfather from my dad's side's truck. I love. I love stuff oh, like man. that. You know, I, it's like it's good to keep in the family and stuff. But anyway, yeah, I grew up in the valley like you. You also grew up in the valley, right? Hey, lower We're... Valley kids never died, bro. Tell yeah, me about that, bro. George knows I, I, nothing. I'm a Lower Valley rat. George I'm a Lower. No valley. idea what we're talking about, dude. I don't want to be associated with anything called the valley. Yeah, <laughs> the valley itself. No, this is a real valley, not that this stuff. Is a real going valley, on. bro. The Lower Valley. Yeah, the Lower Valley. <laughs> and uh, the first seven years of my life, I grew up in Socorro. Texas. So like actually five minutes from the brewery here, the brewery's here in Socorro. So it's pretty cool. Like, um, I know I'm doing What's something cool? right. What's the name of your brewery before we keep going talking about? Oh, the it's called. So the name of the brewery is called Mission Trail Brewery. We're on the actual Mission Trail, which was the Camino Real when the Spaniards came by. They crossed through San Elisario and then went all the way to Santa Fe, New Mexico. And that's cool. I'm drinking a Santa Fe. That was not Ooh, intentional. Nice. Santa Fe beer. So, um, yeah, so it's um, Mission Trail Brewery, and we're located here in Socorro, Texas. So like us, we have a Kickstarter. 
whoever anybody that's on uh listening to this we have a kickstarter if anybody wants to contribute so the way it works is you give some money and we have different tiers of things that we give out so like if somebody wants to give some money there's tiers for like a shirt a sticker even a glassware you know so we're doing that kind of stuff and since monday we've been able to sell so i'm officially open but we're not going to have our hard opening till probably after easter because with all the Catholics here in El Paso, they, they give up drinking. <laughs> you know, they give up drinking for Lent. So probably after Easter, we're going to probably do it. But, Damn. yeah. So. Hey, well, hey, I just want to say one thing. Warm. Didn't you explain the rules to your cousin that, like, the plug doesn't come until the end? No, bro. Ricky, you went too hard too fast, bro. You, you, just <laughs> ruined, uh, you ruined the ending, but it's all right, bro. Yeah, you think so? I don't I, right. no, I, I got to that way, that way people get it in the beginning. Yeah. Go donate. Kickstart. Michigan. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, for sure. We'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll no, we'll continue on. but uh, Nobody sticks on. around to the end. I'm, I'm kidding. Nobody's... Plug in early. Plug early. Yeah, bro. Hey, that's what you <laughs> know, right? Hey, oh, how come I can't plug in twice? I should do it twice. That's <laughs> all right. You know, maybe somebody just won't listen to <laughs> Hey, that's what so, Too yes. Hard Too Fast is all about, bro. We just go too hard too fast, bro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, hey, Kickstar, Mission Trails. Um, yeah, anyway, so, back back how, to your story. How long, well, your, sorry, how long is your Kickstarter lasting? So it lasts till the end of March, I believe. Or no, um... The beginning of March, so we're almost we're it's almost up. So and uh, I think we have up to seventy one percent today. So we're almost there, Damn. and I think it's pretty good, you know. So hey, I, I, afterwards for everyone uh, listening, I want to donate five ten bucks live. I want to see uh, Ricky's reaction. So ah, big Ricky. money spender, big money, yeah, big money right here, ten bucks, bro. <laughs> I want that sticker. So hey, I want you to donate. Uh, like a grand? Can you do a grand? Ah, uh, bro, this is not Bitcoin, bro. <laughs> You're not gonna make my money. Uh, Worm saying that he's gonna donate five to ten bucks at the end is like him saying, "Oh, I threw a dollar, but the stripper didn't see me throw it, so I'm gonna pick it back <laughs> up and throw it again." <laughs> hey, I donated two dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like the bartenders, how they have the little jar? I put in five bucks. Uh, you know, so they see, and then when they turn around, I get it back. That way, next time I come, I put it in again. That way, they give me five bucks. That's great. So. He's a, hey, you he's be frugal. You won't make it in this world unless you're frugal, man. Yeah, bro, it's true. He's the kind of guy that folds the dollar to make it look like two dollars, and then waits right, right until the bartender's looking. <laughs> hey, I got you right here, bro. And then when he turns around, no, nah, never mind. Next time. <laughs> You remember me? I gave two dollars last time, so I don't have enough for this time. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know what? I, I, talking about the other day, I had some people come in and they're like, "Hey, it was when I could first so, sell. It was on Monday, and they came in and they were trying to negotiate with me. They're like, oh, it's kind of expensive. What if I give you this?'" It's like what the heck? Like there's there's people like that for sure. We're wow. laughing about it, but for sure there's people like that. So I don't think I've ever. I've, I wonder what would happen if I go to a bar and just try to tell them, "Nah, that's too much. I'll give you five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lower the price, please. They're, they're gonna tell you like, you know what? You need to go to the bank. Like bring it by, <laughs> leave your wallet. That's what happened. One of the so it was two guys, and one of them had to go to the bank and bring money. And like it was like, oh my gosh! I'm like, no, this is a price they're trying to tell me. Oh man! But anyway, so that's crazy, bro. That's like going to Walmart and like, hey, I want to buy this, but 
<laughs> I've done that too. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've done it. You know, you know when they have like things on display? I was like, hey, you guys have this motor on display. There's no more. Can you sell it to me for 50% off? He's all, let me talk to the manager. And they're like, oh, yeah, for 50% off, we'll give you the display. I was like, oh, oh nice. Right. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, but I'm not there they- like, like a brand new thing, like in a box, like, here, give me this for. <laughs> Uh, well, I've done that before too. Um, uh, when when George and I were roommates in college, uh, I don't know if you knew that, Ricky, but I bought a. Oh well, maybe it was after. No, yeah, it was in college. I bought a I bought a TV and I got it for fifty percent off because uh, at Best Buy, um, they just had it on display, bro, and they ran out too, and they're all, "We'll sell you this one for fifty percent." I'm like, "Hell yeah, bro!" Shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not opposed against negotiating. I'm opposed like um. I guess trying to get a high tier product or something that's like brand new for, you know, and, and for a small business, like for cheap, I guess. I don't know. That's what I was, it was kind of just weird, you know, <laughs> like, no, nah, I'll pay you this much for a pint. I'm like, dude, I put in a lot of work into that. Like maybe if I poured it by accident, if it was a miss pour or something, yeah, you know what? But like, he's trying to negotiate. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Hey, bro, I want to get into more of your bartending stories, bro. But um, um, I want to go back to 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 uh, you growing up, bro, because we grew up together, bro. And I just want to say this in public, and I mean this sincerely, though. Ricky and his whole family, his parents, all his siblings, they helped me come to my faith. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, Ricky. You guys uh, you guys really helped me um, come to my faith. And uh, I just love that you guys had a big family. I would go hang out with them all the time. I would run from my parents' house to their house. I would sure drive when I used to be in shape. George knew me when I was in shape too. They called me the Aztec <laughs> worm, Azteca. You know what I mean? And I just became a fat piece of shit. Yeah, Roman <laughs> one time did a like he was doing push-ups, and then me and my brothers just playing around. I, I told you I come from a family of seven. We started sitting on him. He had five. Of I was us. five, so he had five of us on top of him, and he was still going at it. We're like, man, this guy. Like, it started off as a joke. He's all, no, I got it. Like, this guy. Yeah, I think now he can't even do it by himself. I just get. I'll do a clapping one, bro. You want me to do a clapping one? It's all other clapping pushes. Yeah, I'll do a clapping push. You want me to do it? No, I believe you. I believe. Uh, well, if you want to, for all your viewers, you know. Yeah, nah, nah. I don't need to prove. I want. I want to. Something to do, Ricky. It's but yeah, bro. You know what gets me pissed? So, um, I used to wrestle with Ricky and his other siblings and stuff, and. Uh, one even became a Marine and uh, once like a big ass dude. And I used to be able to kick all their ass at the same time. And now all of them could kick my ass. It pisses me off. Dude. Like, oh, dude. What the happened to me? <laughs> this is what happened to me. I know. Beer. Beer. Lots of beer. Like Roman also, he was a big influence on me. So I have a couple of cousins. Roman's older than me, by the way. Uh, by how many years? Like two, like three years, right? I'm more, bro. Uh, I'm 28. 28. Uh, four, four years. Yeah. Four years. So, like, uh, he had a big influence on us. Like he said, he would come and run and jog and come to like my parents' house and all this stuff. And then with church and the faith and everything, and then also the example he said he went to college, he traveled, he did all these things. Like a very free man, somebody who thought for himself. Like really. You do think for yourself. And uh, 
Like, you know, and I think that influence also, and then the questioning, the conversations that we would have, we would go into very deep conversations about faith, about God, about life, you know? And I thought, Hey, you know what? This is somebody. And even now I can still talk to you like this because dude, I usually get really nervous on cameras. I don't know if you've seen the interviews I've done, like here in El Paso. And oh, stuff. no, I haven't. I'm a nervous wreck. Well, all I've seen is you're on your you. You know, but yeah, so like for sure, you're you're a big influence on on myself and my family or my I brothers. Appreciate that you guys were a big influence on on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, give me a hug, bro. Give me. A hug. I know, right? You're all the way over there, man. What yeah, George is all like, oh, this sucks. I just wanted to out. announce that though. You're, you're, hey, man. Uh, the Russell like family helped helped me a lot in in my faith. And seeing you guys be hardcore Catholic, dude, I love that. You know what I mean? So yeah, and, and uh, your parents, dude, to be able to have seven kids, they're saints for sure. <laughs> oh, dude, we made them into saints. We made them into saints. I know, dude, because they were rowdy. My sister, in fact, oh, hey, I'm going to mention this. Bro. Oh, my gosh, I know we what you're going to say. We've had, we've had judo on here. Go follow judo, right? Um, they were so rowdy that my sister would babysit. And uh, after babysit, uh, babysitting them a couple times, she no longer wanted to have kids because of them. Yeah, we were, we were bad. We were bad. Any babysitter or anything, we would push them. We would push them. But uh, I guess I just a bunch of boys, right? We're like, oh my gosh, like let's see where we can push this to. Wow. If we had any babysitters or anything, I feel bad for your sister, dude. They just have one younger sister. Oh, dude, we're all terrified of our sister. Yeah, we're scared of her. She's she's tough, man. She's real tough, and yeah, she sure. put boundaries. Like since she was little, she put boundaries. She's like, you do not step over this, or I will make you pay for it. And she had to be like that, right? Because then she would get stepped on all over by all these guys. Yeah. Um, oh, breaking the rules! I know, no, I just turned it off. <laughs> I, I, I uh, breaking the rules. <laughs> it's your wife, and but hey, we're we're more. No, no. Right? We're more. No, if you need to take it, you can take it. We're good. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, no, no, it was good growing up. I had a really good childhood. Um, like I said, I grew up over here in Socorro. My grandfather had a lot of land, so. We, you know, we grew up there. We would be planting stuff with him and everything. My great aunt grew up next to us. She taught us how to shoot guns. Uh, she would give us, she was super old school. She would give us like little sips of whiskey to go to sleep, you know, That's like how it all like, started four huh? years old. And she's giving us like a little bit, like, you know, I think that's, I blame my alcoholism on that. <laughs> how old um, were you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the what? How old were you? I was like, I was the oldest one. I was at maximum like five or six years old. Oh my God. Yeah. That's how it, started, that's how it started, bro. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, Oh, and to go to sleep and everything, but I had a really good childhood. Here you, growing go. Up. Here you go, Ricky, just a little bit of whiskey. <laughs> like Will. I know. <laughs> Why are you giving me? <laughs> it's all, go to sleep. You don't want to talking. Eh? 3 p.m. Um, but yeah, and then uh, after, so my my uh, grandfather on our side passed away, and uh, dang, you were young though, huh? Wait, wait, like you know, I only had two memories of grandpa, mm. only two, and one of them was when he was in his casket, and the other one is because he died when I think I like what year did he die? I was, I was six years old, bro. So that was probably ninety five. You know. 94 so i was two i was two years old so i i remember seeing him in his no, like you were young. yeah because i remember seeing somebody who who died that was the first time i'd seen somebody who died 
And then the other memory, I remember we were going up to his house and my mom said, run in, go and say hi to grandpa. And we went in and he was reading a book and he just took off his glasses and like gave us this big smile. Like he was so happy to see us. Those are the only two memories I have of him. But still, even then, even though he passed on, he passed away, he died. Uh, he was a big influence on us growing up in that house. We got to see a lot of his old tools. We got to see how he made chess boards. So we saw some of those tools and we kind of did it ourselves. Um, and just the interest in it. And, and also that he was a very smart man. He would read a lot. He was uh, an artist. I'm not an artist. I'm one of the few that's not an artist in the family. And neither am I, bro. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. Because everybody knows how to draw. Everybody oh, dude, knows I hate to... drawing, bro. I hate gluing. Oh. I hate cutting. I hate all that crap. I failed a third grade assignment because I colored outside the lines. I am not like, that's when I was like, this is the teacher is like, you colored outside the lines. And, but all, like all, a lot of our family, like the shirt that he's wearing is one of our cousins. That's like really well known in El Paso, Diego robot, the robot guy. Yeah. Really good artist. All my siblings know how to draw and stuff. I gave George a, I gave George a robot one of him working out, dude. So yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite. That's awesome. That's cool. You know, so it's like, but our grandfather was a big influence, I think, on all of us, even though I didn't meet him like as as much as everybody else did. But he was a big influence on all of us, both of my grandfathers. Anyway, so going into like high school and, and the place that that I'm from. Uh, you know, what? like I I grew up in a family where like my mom played music. So I started playing guitar. I I started loving to play guitar. Our faith was a big thing. We go oh, to I church. Know. Ricky was always the cantor, man. I loved it. Yeah. I would just follow him. I, yeah. I would, bro. Yeah. I like that when we would practice and stuff. And cool. That's right. You had a guitar too. Yeah, dude. We, see, you already forgot. Oh, my oh. gosh, dude. That was like, bro. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, like that's when right. I had my curly hair, bro. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I liked to sing. I liked I liked history. I liked history a lot. I, I I you know it was it was something that was really prominent, you know, and I I really loved. And then uh, in hey, high school, hey, go, hey, go, uh, before because uh, you had mentioned chess, you guys make the chess pieces and everything. Oh yeah, this is me off too. Not only did I overpower them, I outsmarted the Rassos. I used to beat them all in chess, and now they could all beat me. me <laughs> I would say Ricky. Eventually, he would beat me, and then one of your other brothers, bro. Like, uh, I, I won't mention his name because, but dude, in like five moves, like what the hell? <laughs> 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 yeah. But, um, hey, bro, very quick. What do you think of the Queen's Gambit? Did you, have you seen that on Netflix? Yeah, I thought it was good, but they should have done one of Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher's ah, a, yeah. a real life story. Yeah, I know, you know, I know, dude. The guy's so eccentric. He has like a story to make a movie. Uh, they've tried to make movies out of uh, Pond Sacrifice, Queen mm. Sacrifice. They made a movie out of it, but it was okay. Like yeah, I sacrificed all my queens, dude. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, 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 yeah, you know, the queen, I, I, the it, 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 it's fiction. Right. It's fiction. But it did get a lot of people into chess because I started going on because I play chess on my phone. In fact, I haven't played like in a month, but uh, my rating went up because I started playing people because so many people joined that my rating went up. Oh, nice. Yeah, because like you were a badass when you were just average. Yeah, when I was just like an average guy. Now, like just came better in. than average. That's how Bitcoin works, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dogecoin. 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 No, just, no, it's all, okay. We got to promote that. Hey, Buy some Dogecoin. Sense right now, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so like I thought it was a really good movie, but I mean, it was fiction. I was like, why did they do it about Bobby Fischer, this really crazy eccentric guy, highly intelligent, super yeah, intelligent, yeah, yeah. ended up like giving up his citizenship of the United States, moving to Japan, moving to Iceland, playing other games because he was just like kind of sick of all the bureaucracy and all the BS. It was just very interesting, you know. Um, but anyways, yeah, the Queen's Gambit was was good, but not real. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought it was real at first, and then I had to look it up, and then oh, it's not real, my man. That was that was a disappointment. Yeah. So, no, yeah, well, it's all good. Anyways, bro, uh, back to high school, and then. Oh, that's right. That's what we were talking about. Oh, so <laughs> I go. I, I go into high school, and uh, I'm. Uh, You're an all-star football. No, no, not at all. I should have joined football. Now I love Dude, football. This guy's tall. He could have been badass at basketball, swimming, football. No, I don't even know how to swim. You're the swimmer in the no, back. No, I'm saying you could have been badass in all of those, bro. Jeez. I get. I don't know. I just didn't have That's this strength, the height. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like in ROTC. I was in in. I, I don't know in ROTC. I, I even gave that up. But my junior year, I got into welding. That's where it's like, I loved it. I, I fell in love with this trade. Weirdly, I wanted to get into carpentry, but the class got full. So they put me in welding. They put me in welding class. And uh, I loved it. I loved it. And I wanted to go into carpentry because our grandfather was a carpenter. You know, and it pisses me off because my dad would always say that uh, our grandpa never wanted us to learn that, that he just wanted us to get an education and all that. Yeah, he, he wanted everybody to struggle, get- but it's like, oh, and especially in today's, I guess, economy or the way things are now, it's like, that's such a valuable trait to have or skill. It's like gosh. Big time, big time, because now people, all they want to do is make money with YouTube and their channels. Yeah, dude. I just can't. That's why, I'm <laughs> pissed on my that's why we're on here. You think we'd be doing this? I don't know, dude. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just. I think it's a good thing too. Like Grandpa liked film, also, right? Like I yeah, think it's. Yeah. Great. But my it's dad like has that old school camera, bro. Shoot. Yeah, dude, it's still at my mom's house. Oh, you guys have one too. It's still there. Yeah, like it's like this big weird thing. It's uh, but it's there. And uh, but yeah, like all those trades. The more people that get away from it, the the more valuable they become, right? Mm-hmm. Like you live in Odessa or Midland or you know West Texas, like those guys get paid a lot. They make oil money. A lot of my friends they went out and did that. At the end, I I ended up studying that. I went to Dallas. I got a degree in it. And okay. um, oh, is that why you went to Dallas? Welding. Well, that's half of it. I know you wanted. Yeah, to get away part from. of it. Part of it. Yeah, the other part was was a girl. I wanted to get away. That's what's up, bro? Don't tell your wife. Don't worry, your wife. Worry. I know, right? It's like no, don't tell your wife. Yeah, guys. It's right here. Uh, oh, you're taking. Yeah, I'm taking it. I it's ah. Uh... <laughs> Hey, uh, Ricky was the last wedding I went to before COVID. It's crazy. Yeah, January fourth. Oh, bro. wait, wait. Before, so before I forget, so Ricky, I, don't, I mean, I mean, why not? You're not gonna get mad. So in December, because he, you got he got married in January fourth, twenty twenty, yeah. or something like that. All right, right. So I I I started feeling sick uh, a couple days before, and you know, at first I had like a fever, kind of, and then. And then it kind of went away. And then I had body aches. Then I had a cold. And I felt like crap for the whole week. I'm like, man, this is weird. Usually I'm just sick one one or two days and it's done. And so Ricky's wedding was coming up. I'm like, damn it, dude. I wanted to get drunk. But I felt <laughs> sick. And then they had an open bar. I'm like, damn, they had a nice 
they had a nice haul so i was so excited for it but it felt like crap uh so you know i still went to your wedding and everything and but dude it, it, it was hard for me because i just i just felt like crap i felt sick and everything right and then two two three months later this whole thing called covid comes out right? if you have these symptoms you probably have all <gasps> i probably had covid and i still went to ricky's wedding i think a lot <laughs> of dude, if, if uh if i don't i mean you probably kept in touch with everyone from your wedding so if half of the people got sick i'm sorry that's my yeah. <laughs> god no dude i think a lot of people well i don't think a lot of people told me they were sick and they had symptoms of covid but we just didn't know about it. Like, I really do think most of the country has had COVID already, but but they didn't know, you know, they didn't know. And then when it started getting tracked, I think like in February or March, then it was a big deal. Then it was a big deal. But (laughs) like at our wedding, my in-laws, you're, you're not the first person to tell me. I've had like 15 people that told me we felt like terribly sick. One of my, my old employees, like they, she was like, I'm here, I'm sick, but I couldn't miss this. And she's all there. <laughs> try and do that now. And she was like coughing, try and do that now. Like people would kick you out or whatever. But yeah, so it was just like pretty funky. So. Yeah. Man, dude, it's crazy. Uh, 2020, bro. Do you expect that? You got married and then the whole COVID crap happens. <laughs> oh, dude, it was crazy. I, 2020 was a, a very weird year, at least for me too, because I got married. I had a kid. I quit my job. I started business. Hell yeah. Like it's all this crazy stuff. Well, other people are like, they don't, they don't have a, they don't have a job. They don't, they, you know, they lost loved ones and stuff. Um, For me, it was, it was, it it was still bad because it affected my industry directly, but it was good because it, you know, I, I started a family. I got a house also. Like, you know, like. 2020 was your good year, bro. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say it. it was great. Other people would be like, "What the heck?" You know, but yeah, it was it was different for me for sure. My experience was different. Dang, bro. Well, before we get into that, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, maybe yeah. Never mind because we might get into all that before or okay. after. So no, we just want. So you're in Dallas, do you're a welding? How was your experience in Dallas when you were living over there, man? So were- that's when I was going to school. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't find a job welding because welding's not flexible. Usually it's like mm-hmm. an eight-hour job, eight to five, nine to six kind of job or, or a nine to five job or whatever. So what I did, I worked the service industry. And I always thought like, no, I don't belong like in a, in, in a restaurant or a bar or anything like that. I loved it. I loved it. Like I was going to school and then I was making money doing this and I was able to like live on my own. Uh, buy a car and all these things. And and I met so many different people from so many different facets over there in Dallas. A lot of people don't know the biggest Metroplex uh, in the United States or the one that brings in the most money where most money moves is Dallas. It's not New York. Like the whole DFW area? Yeah, DFW area is the one that, that has a lot of money moving. You see the banks and stuff like this. Like it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty... Uh, uh, important city economically for the United States. So I got to meet so many people and like from different facets of life and stuff. And uh, yeah, so eventually I got my degree. I ended up moving back. My dad was getting sick. Uh, thankfully, he's good. He's still working, but he was getting sick and stuff. He's an older man. They're old enough to be my grandparents, my mom and my dad. Well, they are grandparents. So. Yeah, now they are. But like when we were growing up, I thought because my mom had me at 37 and I'm her oldest son mm. and my dad at 40. 
like they're old enough to already have to have had like a 15 year old kid or 16 year old kid who would have had me you know it's like yeah. um but so yes yeah, so i ended up moving back and then i started studying metallurgy because i was trying to find something like welding but there was no bachelor's in welding there's only two schools that offered it in the u.s and that was Laterno and ohio state so I said, oh, you know what? I want to go back home. So the closest thing to welding that I figured was metallurgy, which there's a lot of metallurgy and welding, but not a lot of welding and metallurgy, right? Mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because in metallurgy, you're studying about different processes, how to, how to extract from more and how to make the materials that you want to make, right? So anyway, so I was studying at UTEP and everything. I ended up being a junior, and that's when our Gus came and – said, hey, I'm starting a brewery. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I had heard of breweries in Dallas. I had been to breweries in Dallas. Yeah, (laughs) the Blazing Tree, right? And uh, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll go into it. It was perfect for me, for what I loved, because I liked working with my hands. And in the back, when you're making beer, you're working with pumps. You're working uh, with different types of materials and stuff. You're working with your hands. But then when you sell to people, you get to serve and talk to them. (laughs) It was perfect. I was like, this is great because a lot of people, I don't think have that facet. They're either more mechanically inclined and less social Mm. and me and they're social and less mechanically inclined. And I love both of them. I love it. So it was like the perfect industry. So I ended up working there. I give thanks to those guys. I learned a lot there and everything, but I ended up splitting ways because I got a job offer at a restaurant. I had a family. I got a house. The coronavirus had just hit. Um, and I, I needed more money because like now I have, I have responsive, well, bigger responsibilities with my wife, with my kid, with the house and all these things. I got a job offer as a manager at, at a restaurant and I got a lot of calls from people in the, in the brewing scene saying, Hey, have you thought about starting your own? Hey, have you, and I really didn't trust a lot of them or I just kind of, uh, no, I don't, I don't want to work with them. But then my partners contacted me. They found out I had left and there were mm-hmm. some regulars there at Blazing Tree. And but what, why, why did people think that you should start your own? Like what were you doing that made people think? Uh, I, I think just the way kind of the way I ran my old job, like Roman said, I give a lot of tours um the culture that i wanted to create there and everything a lot of people liked it and uh yeah but every time someone will go to blazing tree oh is ricky here is ricky here <laughs> yeah I, I, ricky was the go-to per for everything man giving a tour and he was just he was just so you kind of knew you kind of did you already know like the process of how beer is made or did you learn yeah i i brewed i brewed straight like almost even monday through sunday at, at blazing tree for about a year year and a half and then that's when I became a manager. Um, so I, I brewed and then served, brewed and served. And then my my boss at the time was like, hey, do you want to manage? And I was kind of like, I don't know, and all this stuff. And at the end, I ended up doing it. So that's where I learned the business aspect, right? The business aspect, because a lot of people, they know how to do something, right? They know how to, they know how to brew. They know how to weld. They know how to... Um, whatever, be a psychologist, but to run a business, it's like a multifaceted thing. You have to think at a lot of different levels. 
right? So like if there's a problem in brewing, you have to know how to troubleshoot that. If there's a problem with a customer, you have to know how to troubleshoot that. You need to know accounting. You need to know uh, numbers and what are your critical numbers and how to deal with people because, right, employees aren't easy to deal with. Like if you start having people like Roman knows this, I've talked to him before about it. Like, you know, so in the management aspect, I started learning about the business, right? The way a business is ran. And I like that because like I said, I like so many things. My wife one time was like, why don't you just do this? Like, why don't you just do that and concentrate? I told her life's too short to just do that. I want to do so many things. You know, I want to like, even with the brewery and everything, this is a lot of work and everything. But after I get this up and running, I want to try a business probably like in welding. I want to try and build a house. I want to restore a car. And I, I know, <laughs> you know, Roman. I'm the same you know, head, bro. Everyone's all, pick one thing. I'm all yeah, it's like, I'm yeah, it's, young. <laughs> it's like, there's so many, so much to do. Yeah, because I, I know Roman, he won't talk, but I know he's like, tried to ride motorcycles. I know he's <laughs> he put a roof on his house, right? He <laughs> does the construction that. flipping. And it's like, dude, and you would, if, if like being a psychologist or whatever, and that's all you did, it would just kind of be like, well, this is cool, but it's like, there's more to life than just this, right? So that's where I learned that. So eventually when I left, I got this job offer at the, at the restaurant, which was building the restaurant, right? Building it. So it was just like a, a building and it was like, okay, now help us make, open this. Like, wow. You know, it was like, so I was there helping it. But during that time I was getting a lot of calls from people in brewing in the brewing industry. And I think they saw my, my, my ambition and, and my liking for beer in the industry and everything. So I kind of was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want these people or not. And then eventually that's when I, I chose the partners that I have now. And they chose me, right? Because they, they saw me and they're like, hey, you know what? And I chose them. So, and I trusted them and they gave me the opportunity. And here we are five and a half months later. And I met them at, at your wedding too. Yeah, Travis and Danielle. Yeah, they were at my wedding and everything. And that's why I like them because there were people that of their word. So I remember when I first met them, one of the first times I met them, they came into the brewery and I just had one beer and I was like, guys, this is all I have, but tomorrow I'll have more because we were brewing with such little systems. We were running out of beer like crazy. And he looked at me like, oh, I don't know. And I said, look, I have this. And I started explaining to him the beer. I have the peanut butter brown. It tastes like this, like this, like that. I have the pecan porter. It tastes like this, like this, like the Mandarin IPA, blah, blah, blah. I, I did my spill. So like also sales. I like sales. My dad's a salesman. <laughs> and he was like, and I convinced them and they said, we'll be back tomorrow. You don't know how many people I've had say, we'll be back tomorrow. And it's like, no, you're not like, you know, but people just say, no, they were back the next day. And they're like, where's those beers? And I was like, oh, these people like came oh, through. I lied to you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's all. Oh, I just uh, sold you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be back. <laughs> no, no. And, and they came back, and I had the beers, and they tried them. And they're like, "This is so good," and blah, and like they liked it. And uh, I think that was one thing that that's why. And then also for my wedding, they said, "We'll be at your wedding," and I knew they weren't just saying that. They're, they're like from a different state, right? They're from Kansas. I know, dude. Like they flew in for my wedding, and they, I was like, "Oh, they give this, or if Ricky made it, they give this a 2.0 easy because they come from another state. They go, to, they go to a yeah. drink. <laughs> I know, right? It's all 2.0. It's all we're pl we're promoting Blazing Tree, not your. I know, I know. I'm well, just, yeah, I just whatever, 
whatever Ricky makes. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, yeah. No, but I, when I was managing, I stopped making it. So like I wasn't actually, ma- I managed the people that made it, but I learned how to make it. So like, um, yeah, because like when you're managing, you got to have those people do that. Cause you can't run the whole business and be there, you know, doing that stuff. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, so like, um, so when they told me, Hey, uh, we want to have a brewery with you. Like, what do you, what do you want us to do? And I was like, you know what? I, what are you guys thinking? Is that we want to fly you into Kansas city. Damn. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well we can, you know, whenever and they're like, no, when can we buy you the ticket? We're going to buy it for you right now. Like that. And I was like, all right, you know what? So they're like, what date? And so I picked the date and everything and they did. And then that's when I left the restaurant. They were kind of upset because they had gone through a couple of people that had just fallen off because it was during the coronavirus. Anyways, they flew me over there. We went to go and see it. And they're like, we want to do something like this. Yeah. And then they got paperwork together. We had somebody there that put everything, the contracts and everything. And they're like, all right. So when you go back, you're part of this. All right. So I signed every, it was just like great. It was such a great opportunity. And uh, I'm very thankful for that. So I'm glad to be in the industry. I'm glad to have a business, you know, because now I'm never bored, <laughs> you know, also like, you know, there's bored, so much, right? it's mine, it's mine, you know, and uh, that's also a big difference with Blazing Tree. It wasn't mine. I, bet I wanted to do something there, but um, it, it just didn't come to be. So now this is like, it's partially mine. I work here and this is what's going to help sustain my family. And I love it. Hey, 2H2Fers. I think this is where we're going to pause the conversation here for part one. Remember part two, Thursday, we're going too hard, too fast, talking beer, talking liquor, eventually with Ricky Ricky Razo. I'm going to keep doing that. I can't can't stop it. Like, <laughs> uh, Mission Trails Brewery. Remember, Kickstarter. Look them up. Mission Trails Brewery. Help them out. Uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday. But with that said, Worm, what are you going to say? Hey, go buy Bitcoin, Litcoin, Ethereum. Don't buy a pinchy Dodge coin. <laughs> We're going to the moon, baby. We're going to the moon <laughs> with the dog. What's the, the shit? Perro. I know, perro. Woof, <laughs> woof. Oh my gosh. Man. Too hard, too fast. I don't have no idea what they're talking about. With that, <laughs> uh, I can't stop. There to be, there to be you. <laughs> Bye. See you guys on Thursday. Just don't look.